0: The Alternative Stories and Fake Realities Podcast Audio drama, poetry, fiction
1: You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities Podcast Welcome to our special podcast celebrating the UK's National Poetry Day My name is Holly Sangster, and in this edition, we'll be sharing some of the highlights of our poetry podcasts in the last year. In the podcast, you'll hear poems from many different writers, all brought to life by our team of professional actors, musicians and sound designers. We believe that poetry works best when read aloud. We think that podcasts are a perfect format in which to share and disseminate poems and to reach wider audiences that may not normally engage with poetry. Wherever possible, we give a voice to our poets and seek insight into their creative process and the stories behind the poems they share with us. In this way, we try to break down the barriers between poet and audience, humanising the creator and shedding new light on their verse. Thus I Became a Heart Eater by Phoebe Stooks is read by Mary claire Wood. This poem is taken from Forward Prize's highly commended collection Platinum Blonde, published by Bloodaxe Books.
2: I was holding myself like an open flame at Candlemas when the doughnut presented itself, glossy, red and obscene. The same vague heart shape of a woman's face. I ate it in three bites in the street, thinking of Valentine's Day. How every year it manages to hurt my feelings. How when I was young I wanted to be called Valentine, the bringer of love. How I used to want a minute black heart tattooed on my buttock, where only a lover could find it. And what would be the point of that now? Then I swallowed and sucked the sugar from my fingers, like a disgusting child at a fair.
1: Then I Reconsidered Prayer, by Maria Taylor, read by Tiffany Clare, is taken from Nine Arches' press collection, Dressing for the Afterlife, which was also highly commended by the Forward Prizes judges.
2: It was unlike me, light years since my career song or the cross performed with three digits over skulls, stomach, and shoulders. In summer, I went back to the chapel in my father's austere village, thinking it was ironic that Saint Minas resembled Frank O'Hara so perfectly. I lit Frank a candle and prayed at an altar of two-headed golden eagles, to Our Lady of Infinite Hangovers, to the patron saint of Citalopram, and the holy trinity of vodka, aging, and insomnia. When the young priest entered, he was so kind that I almost thought it was okay to be me. If I kept quiet, I could be part of the stone. Once a drunk in a dingy Soho pub mistook the moon I keep on a silver chain around my neck for St. Christopher. I told God about it. I lit another flame. For those who journey alone, for the penitent and for the lost.
1: This poem by Peter Finch is taken from Seren Book's collection, Machineries of Joy, and is read by Neris Howell.
0: The hill is sharper, but the house is smaller. Its front renovated, sandblasted, repainted. Although its door, the one where most memory resides, stays lawnmower green. I must have crossed this threshold a thousand times. On up, a neighbour in socks is being told the bad news about his slates from a roofer. Poking in the eaves from the scaffold. Where well, the cutting once was, now a hedge and a row of crisp semis shimmering their double glazing at the brand new world. Are oh, there traces I might have left from a whole childhood spent living here? Initials carved into a post, a damaged windowsill, some ghostly motes floating still in the Roth Park air. Nothing. Around the back where the past might still congeal among the rust and residue, they've renewed almost everything. I once painted my name on the lane tarmac in front door green but the rains have long washed it. In a life, how much do you have to do to outlive it? They kept chickens next door and I loved them but today no sound remains door opens and a face asks me what I'm doing here where housebreakers would walk. I say, chasing the past, I used to live here. Do you remember me? He shakes his head. But at the top of the hill, the smoke from the train still rising as it trucks its coal to the Doplin Sea. I can see it, smell it, hear its gouts of grey and black. Smuts, steam, on and back. I've written it now, and you've read it, so something remains.
1: Black Crow Woman by Sarah Corbett is read by Jade Matthew. And taken from our podcast, looking back on Sarah's Seren Books collection, The Witch Bag.
3: Black Crow Woman Hear me singing My songs are crueler than mountain songs Trapped in their cold snows I have a shadow so deep it would eat you worry your sleep to madness so that you would eat your own children to be free of me the hour never turns that I do not know how it lays its weight on babies until they cannot breathe and must bleed out their hearts from little holes how it calls the birds to fall from the air to feed the starving pavements and chokes every skyline with its black hands draw my death from me One by one, my bones are a graveyard of bones where the dead pile their grievances. They circle as the crows circle the tired day, calling and calling for the night to relieve them. I will show what a dark word love is. How generous it is, suffer, laying your body as a bridge for others to pass into the morning.
1: The Overwhelming Urge by Ella Frears is read by Tiffany Clare and taken from Ella's collection Shine Darling, which is published by Offord Road Books.
2: Stabbed in the arm with a compass, stabbed in the side, ink everywhere, ink in her mouth. St. Sebastian of St. Ives, holy on the supermarket roof, throwing moss at passers-by. She's seen some like it hot, maybe twenty times. A hard kernel of a soul. She practices softness. Pouted, baby mouth in the mirror. I used to sell kisses for the milk fund. Stormy, sticky with flies. Nettles brushing her ankles. She bends, picks a dock leaf. Rubs until the ankle bone is green. A herd of cows gather to watch. He wants to show her something by the metal farm gate. She, nodding, surveys it from a distance. Files it under penis, moonlit. In the dark, the shapes of cows. The ground is dirty with dirt. The air, dirty with smoke. She, clean as a whistle, hops over the stile. I used to sell kisses for the milk fund. Below is the town, crammed in against the yellow beaches, and all around the sea is endless aching. While she wrestled him on the hill, the badgers, the horses, the sheep worked away, shoveling their hearts into the landscape. When he cried, the wind whisked his tears away and out to sea. She has the overwhelming urge to jam her tongue into a plug socket, Swing an axe at her legs. Swim out, out, out. She's itchy with it. For now, there's nothing to do but finger one another, uncomfortably at the shoreline. For now, there's nothing to do but walk, together, in the brilliant air. Pick up lumps from a freshly tilled field and ask. Rock. Oh, mud.
1: Green Man by Sarah Cullano was featured in our podcast soon after lockdown was declared in the UK and really chimed with our listeners, especially those confined in cities. It's read by Annabelle Broad.
4: Summer
5: heady with scents of yarrow and Achilles coral blush of buttercream. Would warbler's elder bird call cool, a warm breeze? like life's breath his pipe toot is his harbinger leads me by hands touched to dappled sun on the clearing alive with green like his eyes where woods come awake with forest flicker love bites lay aromatic botanic musical nests outside and in the birdsong is free grounded by solace of gravity perpetual fires in heart and hearth Tame and untame the heat in both. Wanted green man with full beard. We sleep together on foliage and twigs and welcome the beetles into our hair. Our children will learn to share. Skin rabbits for spirit hoods, roast dinners of Kappa on spit and mallow and curly dot garnish and reed. Around fires, under moons, we will huddle, storytelling and singing with nightingales. My Earl King knows forest and tends devotedly to each of our tiny goshawks and even cracked hawfinch shells. Let no one turn me from him. Love, Lord, I, husband, friend.
1: Catch-22 in Simplified Language is taken from Jennifer Wong's Nine Arches Press Collection's Letters Home, which was highly commended by the Forward Prizes judges. It's read by Jenny herself.
6: Catch-22 in Simplified Language. From where we are, Kublai Khan's drum tower can still be seen across the dust. For weeks there has been too much heat. We are waiting for a downpour. Everyone is busy selling something, their faces hopeful and determined – umbrella hats, screen protectors, personal guided tools and foot massages. On the flyover, a banner reads, be kind to everyone and let's build a civilized future with our virtues. In flimsy white vests and with rolled up trousers, the workers emerge from a hotel construction site to smoke, a language of release the air continues to thicken, while taxis, cars, coaches, lorries and bicycles find their way through from all directions, and by five or six, all major roads and roundabouts have plunged into an impalpable state of confusion. The lives of these Jubin and Xiao Jubin, who get up at seven for a steam bun or congee, make a living out of what they know, and by evening, Go home via the town named Chang'an Avenue. A daily panorama of black heads, fleeting tail lights, and stretches of ancient earth-red city walls. Nothing special. The
1: next poem is called Dark Moon by Sarah Corbett. It's read by Amy Forrest.
5: Is a dark me, twisted body of a hawthorn, the latent witching of that tree, its black muscle harming itself, but growing old, an ugly face proud to be ugly, a sneer at beautiful things, prepare yourself I may bud and burst, a veiled hag, a trick of spring that watches inwards turns and turns a hollowed magic from my harsh skin, my spiked and flowering hands
1: Boots by Peter Finch is read by Dapheth Morse and taken from the Seren Books collection Machineries of Joy.
7: The sound of the man next door getting out of bed with his boots already on is really my Uncle Billy, who was killed by a shunted brake van and who I never knew. He came home from the yards last night with a belly full of beer. The chattering radio seeping up through the chimney cavity is actually my grandmother, the one who fell off a bus and cracked her head dead, sweeping the house clean of anything new that might have got in on the bottom of someone's shoe. The electricity leaking from the sockets and running over the floor like invisible lino is all still there. She feared it. So too the phone in the hall which she never used. She grappled with the 20th century by denial. The Titanic still sails. They're not on the moon. Billy isn't dead at all. He goes out and up the road in those boots just like the man next door. If she could, my grandmother would run after him with his packed lunch and tartan flask of tea. But she can't, because she's dead as well.
1: Now two poems from Mary J. Oliver to end the podcast. Mary's collection, Jim Neat, the case of a young man down on his luck by Seren Books tells the story of her father's travels in the 20s and 30s and his return to Cornwall where Mary herself was born. This poem is called East West and is read by Charlie Richards.
4: Fright train headed west is shunted into town. I shove, am shoved. Bulls order the driver on. I slink away. Alongside the trucks coordinate speed to perfection. Grab an arm and hold on board. Talk is of Vancouver, warmer logging work camps. Squashed into a space the size of scullery. we play harmonicas, sing Spivanka, O oh Canada, God save the king. Almost happy. Rockies erupt, blot out the sky, vanish. Stench of feces and vomit hangs in the bitter air. We pass a train two miles long going east. Men riding the rods or clinging to the roof. Men who didn't get work where we're headed. Signed, Jim Ney.
1: To the Uninhabited Island of Kara by Mary J. Oliver is read by Tiffany Clare.
2: I climb out of the clinker-built boat as it skids to a halt in the sand, head straight for the ruin on the hill, belly down, hide from the mainland, its adulterous lies, silent and still, until a rabbit, assuming I'm dead, nibbles grass so close to my face I can hear it gulping till an oyster catcher mistaking me for driftwood perches on my hip, till the peregrine tells me the secret of her eerie in the cliff, till I'm startled awake by the rhythmic crunch of army boots, no, a wild billy goat ripping up heather by the roots, his spook. Rectangular pupils staring down at me, stuck in the boiling clay of you.
1: If you've enjoyed this selection of poems, please subscribe to Alternative Stories and Fake Realities in your favourite podcast app to gain access to all our content and to have new editions delivered to you the moment they are released. We produce drama, poetry and fiction and make a new podcast almost every week. If you have a moment to rate or review this podcast in Apple Podcasts, we would be extremely grateful. If you are a poet or publisher and would like to work with us, please contact us on office at alternative or via social media we hope all our uk listeners enjoy national poetry day please consider buying a poetry collection or anthology this week if you can this will not only help support poets and poetry publishers but if you buy locally could help an independent bookseller survive in the most difficult of years if you're not in the UK, please find out if your own country has a Poetry Day and check out the events surrounding it. We would like to thank Maria Taylor, Phoebe Stooks, Peter Finch, Mary J. Oliver, Ella Frears, Sarah Cullano, Sarah Corbett, and Jennifer Wong for working with us on alternative stories. We'd also like to thank Nine Arches Press, Seren Books, Blood Books, and Offered Road Books for allowing us to reproduce these poems. The presenter of this podcast has been me, Holly Sangster. Sound design, music and production has been by Chris Gregory. Sound effects are from freesound.org.
0: Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Audio drama, poetry, fiction.